This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From the Lockdown Bucks podcast been following this team for a very long time frank madden joining us now on the schneider orange hotline what's up frank hey joe almost happy new year and uh i guess we picked i picked a good day to, to come on the show <laughs> yeah right last night <laughs> yeah no kidding i mean you know what you're let's 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 get the tnt stuff out of the way your reaction to all of that last night i mean there was so much reaction from bucks fans and to me it's just totally unacceptable what they did yeah, I, I was fortunate. I was watching the game on, on FS Wisconsin, so I, I didn't experience the disruption that uh, a lot of people did. But, um, you know, as someone who has spent a lot of their adult life watching games from afar on NBA League Pass, you know, if you're watching outside of, of the normal coverage area or if you're part of the group of fans that right now doesn't have access to FS Wisconsin, um, obviously this is uh, it's a really annoying thing because it wasn't just a blowout win, as you guys, you know, obviously we're going to talk about it. it, was literally a historic night with the record-setting offensive performance and all those three-pointers. So, um, you know, look, going away from a game that's a blowout to another game, uh, you know, whatever, I, I can understand that in, in, you know, in isolation, but the fact that that means that all these fans can't watch the game anyway because the NBA and, you know, the way that the coverage rules, you know, basically don't allow you to watch the local broadcasts on League Pass when there's a national coverage, things like that. I mean, that's where it stinks. So, so yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it's one thing to cut away from a game. That, that's one thing I get. I get a lot of, you know, random fans across the country may not have minded so much, but um, it does obviously a big disservice to, to fans of teams that, you know, are, are basically forced to watch this national broadcast. So, yeah, it stinks. And uh, obviously, I think I heard that the overnight replays, I believe, on TNT uh, showed the game in their entirety, I think. Um, so I don't I don't know if anybody DVR'd those. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully folks may have a chance to at least watch, at least watch the highlights, right? Because there were there were plenty of them. Yes, there were. Frank Madden of the Lockdown Books podcast joining me here on the Bill Michaels Show. One one more real quick on all of this, because, you know, the other thing, too, on social media last night, everyone was right away going after the NBA, going after all the networks, you know, saying that they they hate the Bucks, they have it out for the Bucks, they don't, it, there's just, it's you know, you could say there's conspiracy theories, but then you could also say that there is some significant credence, especially with the Bogdanovich stuff from not too long ago. Where do you stand all of this? I mean, do you think the NBA and these networks have something against the Bucks? I mean, I think there's always going to be a natural inclination. For, I, don't, I don't know if it's the, the networks per se. If it's, you know, I don't, I don't know that TNT and their production studio making the decision if it's a, you know, a conspiracy against the Bucks per se. I think there's an obvious bias if you're, you know, a producer of an ESPN show, uh, you know, morning show or, F, you know, FS1 morning show or whatever. Right. Are you excited to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks because they're good? Uh, not really. <laughs> those, aren't, those just aren't the kind of things that, that drive ratings. We know what drives ratings is, you know, will Giannis leave? 
you know, is LeBron over the hill, but, but just, you know, the stuff that, that is a lot of noise, obviously. Right. And so I think certainly there, there is a segment of national coverage where these people, you know, are not watching Bucks games regularly. They don't really want to talk about the game really at all to a large extent. Right. Yeah. You know, talking about the sport itself is often really a secondary thing. And so to talk about, Oh, this small market is, is just really good. I mean, that's a boring storyline. It was a boring storyline the last two years. Bucks are good. Right. Regular season bucks are good. People, you know, again, that, that's just less interesting from a national perspective. So I think, you know, again, they try to find angles that are, quote unquote, more interesting, which, you know, if you're a fan of the Bucks, is not going to be as fun to talk about because it's going to be, you know, Giannis want to leave, you know, et cetera, et cetera, which obviously, thank goodness, uh, he signed the Supermax. So at least that will be tamped down a bit, at least at least for a little while. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, again, I don't know if it's conspiracy so much as just kind of chasing whether it's clicks or, you know, people f- flashing through the channels, just trying to find something that, that catches people's eyes. And unfortunately, you know, it's not just the Bucks. It's, I think, sports in general. It's just the actual games are, are just less important to people than, than they used to be or maybe than we'd want them to be. Frank Madden, Lockdown Bucks podcast here on the Bill Michaels Show. So let's talk about Giannis because Giannis didn't really have to do anything last night. I mean, he was the only he was the only buck that did not hit a three pointer in this game, and his final line was nine points, six boards, six dimes, three steals. That's actually pretty good if you're a rotational guy. But the fact the fact that Giannis didn't really have to do anything in this game and to see everyone else chipping in the way that they did that was incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of a you know glass half full, glass half empty with with what we've seen from Giannis more generally, and not just last night, but you know just just the first here couple weeks of the season. I think um, you know the glass half full is you've now won two games by one, what was it, 39 points, and the other here by 47 points, and Giannis has averaged 12 points on terrible shooting in both (laughs) across those two games, right against the Golden State Warriors, and now last night against the Heat. So. The fact that you can just have these offensive explosions without the MVP doing really anything offensively is obviously an encouraging thing. And I think, you know, he's, as he's seen teams load up, um, you know, he's obviously a willing distributor and has sort of shifted, I think, his mindset a little bit at times in game to be more of that, you know, decoy almost distributor type guy. Um, I think the, so, so that's obviously positive. And, you know, if the Bucks are, uh, be doing what we've been seeing them do as far as offense, at least um, without Giannis hitting a stride, then, okay, look, he, he's not going to be as bad as he's been here in these first four games. Um, we know that, right? We've, we've seen what he can do the last few seasons and the level that, that he can get at. I think the downside, obviously, is just that, you know, he just doesn't really look very comfortable right now. We're used to seeing him always getting better year after year, and He's normally been a fast starter as well. You know, every season he typically starts the season very strongly, and you know, call it the off season being short or whatever it might be. Um, he doesn't certainly doesn't look better. It doesn't look like he's added anything. You know, after that short off season um, coming into this year, and I, I mean, I was looking at the numbers. You know, since after after opening night, he's one out of seventeen on shots outside the restricted area, so basically right up, you know, basically non layups. So his jump shot. You know, any, anything he does that isn't a layup or a dunk right now is is not going in, and he doesn't look very comfortable at the line either. So yeah. he's still obviously got things to work out, and you know we can obviously say he just got to, he just needs to get there. Obviously by the playoffs, you know if he's a little has a little bit of a down regular season. As long as the Bucks are winning at a high clip, you know it's not the end of the world. But you know if he's going to get to that next level in the playoffs, he's going to have to do it during the regular season too, right? I don't think we expect him to 
struggle in the regular season and then just magically flip a switch in the playoffs. So, um, you know, again, it's early, uh, weird off season, getting used to other guys, uh, new guys around him in the rotation. So hopefully it's just a matter of getting a little bit better, better comfort level, but certainly he's got some work to do and, um, you know, hopefully he bounces back tonight, right? Obviously he's got a, another bite of the apple against this heat team and, um, you know, they're going to come out with a better effort tonight and you hope Giannis will as well. Well, and those are some really good points about Giannis, and absolutely, there's a lot of time here in the regular season for him to figure this stuff out. I'll, I'll tell you one guy that has already figured it out, it appears. I mean, he's just looked he's looked amazing through the first four games. It's like this guy has been playing with the Bucks for the last couple of years. It's Drew Holiday. I mean, he's just he, – he, he knows – he knows his spots. He knows where his teammates' spots are on the floor. He's able to distribute really well. He knows where to get open. I Like, Frank, I, I've been just blown away by what I've seen from Drew Holiday out of the gate. Yeah, last night, I mean, he only hit one three in the first three games. It was that clutch step back uh, against, the, against the Celtics in game one, the fourth quarter. Um, but then he comes out last night and hit six out of ten threes. Yeah. Obviously, that's not really typically his game, but you know, he's just been uh, – his control offensively, you know, the pace at which he plays, um, he's just a really, really smart guy. You know, he's he's not maybe like the idealized offensive player that you want for the Bucks, or a guy who can just, you know, shoot off the dribble from, from 27 feet if, if you go under a pick and roll or something like that. Um, you know, he I think we saw last night, obviously, he is a guy who can knock down threes. That's obviously going to be crucial and, and important for the Bucks moving forward. So, encouraging to see him finding that that stroke and, and leading the Bucks on a night when they hit 29 threes um but yeah I mean just his uh his ability offensively I'd start with that you know just his decision making the way that you know he uses both of his hands so well I mean he's one of those right-handed players who can finish almost seems to prefer finishing with his left hand around the basket um I'm not going to make a John Henson comparison because you know that that would just be a cheap joke but um but he's He's just so skilled, and then defensively, you know, we almost didn't have much chance to watch the defense last night because it got out of hand so quickly, but he really set the tone with his defense at the point of attack last night. I mean, Tyler Harrow ended up actually having a pretty good night, but, you know, he was just in him on pick and rolls. You know, he created two turnovers on the first three possessions um, and got the Bucks out and running, and, and just his defensive versatility um, is just such a valuable weapon. You know, he can defend pretty much anybody one through three, and, um, you know, just, just the way that he gets up in guys, you know, his activity level with his hands. The Bucks came in the last night, 29th in forcing turnovers. They force eight, they get eight steals and 10 turnovers in the first quarter, right? Which really crazy was, aside from a few pointers, the, uh, yeah, the big turning point in that game. And it's not like the heat were just punting the ball into the stands here. I mean, you know, <laughs> the Bucks are really doing well, jumping passing lanes and, and being aggressive. And obviously that's something that they didn't do well, especially early in that playoff series last year. So We'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. But but yeah, Holiday obviously has uh, has looked very comfortable fitting in physically. He looks good. You just cross your fingers, obviously, that he and the rest of the kind of key guys can stay healthy and continue to kind of grow and mature and um, build more of that rapport with each other. Because uh, obviously, I think he's shown some good moments with Giannis too, finding him um, on drop, you know, drop passes and transition things like that. So um, certainly, just more time will will only help him and, and the rest of the Bucks get a little bit more fluidity, which. At times we've seen uh, no problems with, and obviously in other games like the next game, obviously you can still see there's there's a work in progress dimension to this. Yeah, no question about it. He is Frank Madden of the Locked On Bucks podcast. You can follow Frank on Twitter as well. F Madden NBA, great follow, highly recommended. Frank, as always, my friend, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll do it again down the road. 
Thanks, Joe. Have a good one, and uh, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, too. There it is. Frank Madden joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring drivers right now. 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.